Only God can judge my saved TikToks. Just walked face first into the glass door and out to my weekend TGIF. Is there cilantro essential oils? Because I'd rub that all over me. Do sympathetic nose pickers exist? Parents please weigh in. I need the 7-Eleven employees to see me without slippers on and food in my teeth. Welcome to Tweet Victory with your hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I'm joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I'm going to set the timer for five minutes and um, actually I set it for five seconds. So now I'm going to set the timer for five minutes. Wow, someone wants we'll to get jump right into the tweet of the week. I had to um, reset my timer, which is usually at five minutes because... I um I don't know if you ever do this. This is a maniac thing that I do, but I was doing laundry and I needed to get it done. So and it was at night. We had a we got a big snow here in Minnesota. So um I was out shoveling for several hours and then it's like, well, I still need to do this laundry. So <clears throat> I went to sl- I for my wife's sake went to sleep on the couch because then it wouldn't wake her up and I just set a timer for, you know, every hour and a half to wake myself up to go switch the laundry. Um mm-hmm. That's like not the greatest night you can have is to constantly so, wake yourself up and be angry that you you're waking yourself up at like one fifteen in the morning to go switch laundry and then go back to bed. So that's why my timer was off. Look, I have not had a newborn child, but I feel like that's pretty similar to like the I'm going to wake up 12 times a night. Yeah, I feel like, well, maybe we just lucked out. I feel like our kids weren't that bad and you could just sort of let your. um. <clears throat> Part of what you do as a, as a parent, which is tougher, is you kind of let your kids work it out themselves a little bit um, when they're maybe not absolutely newborns, but, you know, in that first year. So the harder thing is, like, what does it feel like to just sit there and let them cry? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to ignore that. Although <laughs> the great thing about I, I somehow this turned into a parenting podcast, the great thing when you have little, little kids um, and you know, they cry a lot, little babies, and you need to respond to that. The greatest feeling in the world is when you're out in public and you hear a baby cry and you realize that's not my kid. It's like, I don't have, like, you would think hearing a baby cry would be the worst thing. It's like, it's great when you're like, that is not my responsibility. It is so freeing. The greatest sound to a parent of a newborn is somebody else's kid crying. I bet there's like this this trigger response right away for like any parent when they hear a child crying in public and they're like, is it mine? And then yeah. like the instant rush of relief. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, you it know, my kid's so like good. 17 years old or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I still, yeah, I still, if I'm out in public and hear it, like there's still a little piece of me that's like, oh, I do not have to deal with that. If you're on a plane, I'm not bothered by a kid crying on a plane. Cause it's just like, wow, that parent I've been there. I feel bad for the parent and for the kid because they're crying, but there's a part that feels I for I feel for myself like oh I don't I don't have to deal with that that isn't that isn't that nice that I don't have to deal with that I fought that fight yeah yeah we got which means that. I don't get angry at people who like like some people get real like up in arms about like 
crying kids on planes like does not i could sit next to a crying kid and be like this is you know i i, I the downside yeah. is there's nothing i can do to help because you're not gonna like to ask a stranger hey do you want me to try to like hold it's like no that would be super weird but it yeah. doesn't bother me because it is not the tone of either of my children crying when they were baby. right and you know what the least helpful thing is to sit there and be angry about it right you know it, exactly exactly so you know cry away um that's not going to bother me. And I always, and I also know that often the parent feels so bad because yes. the kid is crying. It's like, it's okay. Like, I want to calm the parent and be like, it's totally okay. You know, like this happens. We've all been there. Or if we haven't all been there, we'll probably be there at some point, you yes. know? And if we're not, we should just learn to understand. Um, Cause we've all been the crying kid before. Yeah. We don't remember it, but we all have been. So yeah. So I you should that. embrace, embrace the idea that kids cry in public and, you know, that there are, you know, there, there are positives that you can feel personally and you can have empathy for the person who has to, you know, deal with the kid who's crying. Yes. I love that this podcast became um, advice about crying children. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and me liking the sound of crying children much more than waking up like a maniac at one twenty-five in the morning to switch laundry and then waking up at half an hour and a half later to do it again. Oh, it's painful. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not the best thing that I do. It does feel good to have all that laundry done, but uh, the toll it takes. How tired are you right now? Oh, this was not last night. This was two. Oh, okay. Ago. So okay. So actually, this is the day after the day, which is sometimes worse. But I'm feeling pretty good right now. Okay, good, good. I'm glad yeah. you're feeling all right. Should we read a tweet? Yes. We're almost we're almost out of time, but let's read the tweet. <laughs> <clears throat> so this is a tweet about waking up. Mm. So the tweet says, woke up with the phrase, quote, big cheese energy. Yeah. Do you ever just wake up with those words on your mind? Like Not those not- words in particular. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are an ant. Those are an Annie Berglund exclusive. I wish that everyone at some point in their life would wake up with those words on their mind. You know what I mean? Do you ever, yes. do you ever wake up with just like a lingering phrase? Or no, I want to I, I want to be supportive and say yes, but I'm trying to think of an instance when that's actually happened, and I mean, nothing you wake comes up like to a, mind. Maybe like a lingering image. Maybe I wake up. Problem. What I have is worse, which is I wake up with a feeling. Oh yeah, but it's like a you know, and it could be like happy. It could be ominous. It could be like very sad or very angry, but I rarely know what it's associated with because it's something I was dreaming about. Plus, even if you wake up with a lingering happy feeling, it won't stay happy for long because you're like, oh man, I wish I knew what that was about. Or like, I wish that was in my life. So it's like always going to be bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah. If not just bitter. (laughs) So what does it feel like to wake up with the words big cheese energy running through your head? I wake up with a lot of like weird phrases like that or, or like people on my mind. Can you track a phrase like that back to be like, okay, why did I have that phrase in my head? No, 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 no. I can't. I mean, sometimes if, but that one, I can't, It, it depends. It depends on like, if, if the phrase is left over from like an image in my dream, mm-hmm. but for big cheese energy, truly, I don't remember what. So, so do you think this was in your head because in the dream you came up with that quip and it made sense in the dream. And then you woke and you were kind of proud of like nailed it. Big cheese energy completely describes. 
Like, I mean, what, what, what do you imagine you were looking at that made that come to your head? Clearly, I'm still proud because I tweeted it, right? Like, I, oh, I felt like someone needed to hear it. I don't know. So, like. Let's like, come up with scenarios. Let's let's pitch right. some like, scenarios where Big Cheese. Because isn't Big Cheese like a an idiom or like a. It is. Okay. So, so yes. So, it could be literally about the dairy product we know as cheese. So maybe yes. big cheese energy is somebody who just ate a bunch of cheese and that that gives them some sort of like standing in the world or like the big cheese is used to describe like the person in charge, the boss, something like oh, that. Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and so, so, maybe- so, cause I have an image that comes to mind, but I want to hear your thoughts first. Cause mine Look, is gonna- very specific. <laughs> Okay, knowing me, I think that you and I, if you and I were both to wake up with big cheese energy on our minds, I think it would be in different ways. I think you would go with the the root of the idiom, where me, you know that I'm bad at recalling idioms. Like I true, right. I had to ask you if that was one because I thought it might be one, but I didn't remember. And so for me, I feel like it was very image or visual based. Okay. So for me, I think it was actually like, like physically a large cheese was in my dream. And okay. that's what I woke up with, like a big like cheese wheel or something. Yeah. Or like now, how do you feel about that as a vegan? Is that like a dream? Is that like where you're dreaming about something you can't eat? Was it vegan oh, cheese? Yeah, maybe it's some, you know what? Maybe it's something like that feels unattainable to me. Oh, you're incapable of big cheese energy. (laughs) It's what I want to be, but I physically cannot be that. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Like I I mentally, physically, every, there's too many barriers between me and big cheese energy. Sure. Sure. Do you think Uh, big cheese energy is a positive thing? It sounds like a positive. Does it? Like big in front of anything is going to be positive if you're American, right? Like (sighs) I want everything to be big. Right. But. When you think about big, whatever the blank is, energy, do you actually think of that as a positive thing? Because that tends to imply a kind <laughs> okay, of tends true. to apply a kind of hubris, right? Yes, like We're a kind of like a other kind examples of, of that yes, phrase. Yeah, maybe a kind of pride that comes before a fall. You yes. know, so so is this okay. something you really want? That's true. Maybe it's. Um... Maybe it is about hubris, right? Maybe, and and maybe because it is unattainable to me, it's enticing, but maybe it's not worth the struggle or it's not worth changing my identity to become the big cheese energy. I don't know. I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting philosophical here. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, What are your thoughts on big cheese energy? <laughs> so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what came to mind because okay. Because you you said, oh, I would I would think of it in terms of the idiom and not the literal reading. It turns out, <laughs> mine is kind of both. Ooh, and I didn't even realize it when it came to mind. But when I thought of big cheese energy, yeah, I thought of okay, the, you know, the big cheese is the boss, the person who's in charge. So I thought about this is such a weird image, and I don't. What I'm curious is, did have did this cross over enough from the 80s into the 90s of your childhood? But when I was a kid, there were lots of McDonald's commercials targeted at children. 
that took place in Ronald McDonald land, right? Where you had like Grimace and Ronald and the chicken nuggets and the fry guys and all this, right? The Mm -hmm. Hamburglar. So McDonald's land has a mayor who would be the big cheese, right? Are you aware of who the mayor of McDonald's land is? No, I didn't know there was a mayor. He is a guy who whose head is a big hamburger. What? But he's like he's like an anthropomorphic hamburger. Like his head is a big hamburger. But, but the body ham- is like human. It's like a human body, yes. So okay, I've seen it. I've seen okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> so his name, because that is not just a regular hamburger, that hamburger has something on it. His name is Mayor McCheese. <laughs> As we're talking, do a Google search for Mayor McCheese, because this is what I thought of when I heard the phrase Big Cheese Energy, that I thought, wow, I wonder, is Annie dreaming about Mayor McCheese? (laughs) I love him. Oh, my God. I'm looking him up, and I love him. He's got cheek, like little cheeks on his little, his little, his little um, hamburger head. Yeah, yeah. Bun head. (laughs) Oh, he's so cute. He's got a little purple hat that's like a skew. Oh my god. Um I did not know that he exists. I feel like I saw some version of him that was like 10 years later that was like very cartoon where this is like the, the pictures I'm looking at, it's like somebody in a costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe Mayor Maybe Mayor McCheese is a ghost of your childhood that because like you were alive when these live action McDonald's commercials would have been on TV and, you know, they would have featured some of these characters, Mayor McCheese among them. So maybe you don't have like full on memories of it, but like the traces of memories of Mayor McCheese is there. And maybe he showed up in a dream and not even knowing who he was, you were like, what can I say about this man? And what you decided was, if nothing else, this guy has big cheese energy. Right. And I want to emulate that. Um, I love this. It comes with lots of questions. Oh, fire away. Okay. Um. As I'm looking at some of these images, there's ones where like uh, Ronald McDonald and, and uh, Mayor McCheese. I'm saying that right. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Does he have a first I name believe he's mayor? Irish or Scottish. I know okay. he's the mayor. Like, Oh, okay. Mayor is basically his first name and his title. And his title, so, yes. This is mayor not a Mc- complex world. <laughs> well, it is a complex world because you also have a character like Grimace, who is just a purple blob. Also a complex world because we have people being voted into office of mayor. Well, yeah, I think Mayor McCheese is more of the product of like a imagine like a 1920s political machine. There's a lot of smoke filled rooms that I mean, technically he's winning elections, but these are these are like Tammany Hall style elections. You know, I think I don't think he's like working the streets to get votes. Okay, he's not. Mayor McCheese does not strike me as a progressive muckraker who's trying to take down and speak truth to power. I think he okay. is installed power. He's an armchair mayor. He's well, a- I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think he's an active mayor, but like, I don't think he's campaigning a lot. Sure. Or if okay. he is campaigning, like it is to throw events, you know, kind of bread and circuses type thing. But, but I don't, but I think, I think this is more of a political machine situation. His name value. 
is so high. He doesn't need to campaign. Like he knows that the next election cycle, like he will be. Yeah. I think he runs unopposed a lot of the time. That makes sense. Because who in McDonald's land is going to run against Mayor McCheese? Grimace? (laughs) Yeah. And that's not going to work. You don't want that guy in charge of anything. I mean, I mean, Ronald seems like he, I mean, he's, if I were going to choose, I feel like Ronald would be the big cheese. You would think so. So isn't it interesting that that within the um, at least local government structure of McDonald's land that Ronald is not in charge? So then what is Ronald's role? Because I'm seeing a lot of images on Google images of Ronald chatting um, with with Mayor McCheese. And I'm like, what is he in the ear of Mayor McCheese? Is it like like Mayor McCheese is a figurehead? And uh, and maybe like Ronald McDonald is is feeding through him. Like, I, I don't I, know. I mean, so when you hear Ronald McDonald's name, what do you think of? Uh, clowns. <laughs> OK, what else do you think of? I don't know what you don't think of McDonald's restaurants. Yeah, I think he is like a titan of industry, maybe, uh... <laughs> you know, so like like he may be part of the political machine that installs McCheese, you know, mm. you know, he may be the, the money behind it. Okay. So that he may be the figurehead for McDonald's corporate, you know, uh. and they're, you know, they're kind of in control of, of the political situation. I really do think the question is like who in McDonald's land, if, if they wanted to take down the political machine, um, and you know, and take down McCheese. Like, who would who would you run against him? Is the question. Now, the problem is you didn't really grow up in McDonald's land that much. So, why don't you do a Google search for Ronald McDonald or McDonald's land? And uh, I will do the same. Okay. You know, because there, um, I don't. I know the Hamburglar, which, like, I don't know that people are going to vote for the Hamburglar. <laughs> well, or let me let me give you a counter to that. Okay. Is the Hamburglar? I mean, we think of him as somebody who is stealing hamburgers, right? Because he wants to eat hamburgers. But maybe that's just anti-hamburglar propaganda. And really, he is like a Robin Hood-style figure who's stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Um, There's um, a duck. Oh, yeah. Birdie, I think her name is. I love that you know her name. Well, I could be wrong. I'm just I'm just checking. Yes, her name is uh, Birdie the early bird. So I think she represents McDonald's breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that bizarre? I've never known that until right now. But realizing that her name is Birdie the early bird. That's my that's my guess. I love it. There's also a pirate. Oh, I got to look him up. I saw him in there, too. Yeah, I'm honestly quite relieved that you don't know who the pirate is. I would be. I, I know him I'm by concerned. Oh, okay. So he's Captain Crook. So I'm presuming he must be an early McDonald's Land villain as well. So Maybe the Hamburglar. We're we're gonna. I'm gonna do a little bit of work. Let's just vamp here. Um, I think the Hamburglar steals. I mean, he steals hamburgers. Um, let's see who Captain. What Captain Crook does okay he is a pirate appearing in commercials first seen in 1971 he's similar to the famed captain hook from peter pan comparable to the hamburger but rather than hoarding hamburgers oh he tries to steal filet of fish sandwiches 
Ew. Okay. <laughs> you can have them. That yeah. I, no one is. So, so what's interesting is there's a lot of um, there's a lot of crime in McDonald's land, right? You have the Hamburglar, you have Captain Crook, and I believe, um, I believe that Grimace originally was a villain um, who stole milkshakes. I think. Let's see if I can. If I can. Um, that feels right. I feel like I've heard of that. Um, also, the only crime is theft and theft of food, which I feel like if there's any kind of if there's any kind of stealing, like I feel like stealing to eat is like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it makes you think that maybe there is a major poverty situation in McDonald's right. land that people need to steal food. <laughs> yeah. So Grimace was originally evil Grimace with two pairs of arms with which to steal milkshakes. So there are at least three characters in McDonald's land who, um, who are built around crime as their at least original now grimace is a reformed criminal though right because he becomes kind of just a doofus in mcdonald's land instead of uh, instead of a criminal but i don't think the hamburglar or captain crook are particularly um are particularly reformed so so okay so you have these in this world you have very few characters like two-thirds of them are are thieves thieves and then you have like ronald mcdonald who i don't really know where he stands is he like the batman is he the vigilante like justice he does uh, seem to foil the thief the the thieves right now there is one other important character that I think we need uh-huh. to to mention here because Ooh. we have the Hamburglar and Captain Crook. We also have Officer Big Mac, who is the oh. police officer who looks kind of like an like an English Bobby. Um, oh yes, he's so cute. <laughs> I'm looking at him right now. Wow, you have a crush on uh, Officer Big Mac? Yes. Look at his little eyebrows. Oh my god, he looks like Mayor McCheese except for he's adult. He's got two patties. Yeah, because he's a Big Mac. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> You're so talking to a vegetarian, I don't know. Oh, okay. So, so <laughs> what we realized and didn't know this growing up with this is that McDonald's land is really an allegory for law and order. Yeah. Right. That you have local politics, you have a vigilante like like Ronald, and then you have you know a little bit of of uh, you have you have police enforcement as well, and then you have three characters which become two characters who are out to steal food either to give to the less fortunate or just to feed their families. Cause I don't think the resale value on a filet fish is very high. You know, I feel like that true. I feel like this, um, this could be a part of the DC or Marvel universes. Or it could be its own. It I would want, would, I would watch a movie, but but here's the thing. I don't want this movie to be animated. I want it to be live action people in these costumes. Has to be. And like because um, because you have like your your mayor McCheese or your uh, what I'm sorry, what what is the police officer's name? Officer Big Mac. Not very see, here's the thing. This is why Officer Big Mac is never going to um get any further is he's got a stupid name officer big mac is dumb mayor mccheese is like a great name yes there needs to be an actual mayor in real life named mayor mccheese yeah so i feel like the two of those could be like the commissioner gordon and then like ronald mcdonald is batman and then like um you know like um you got like the joker 
is the one that's like the, the really anarchist one. I don't know if that would be Captain Ham, Crook. Hamburglar, probably. Hamburglar. I think yeah. Hamburglar. <laughs> and maybe, maybe Captain Crook is more like... Um, the Penguin, like, probably? Yeah, yeah. It could be the Penguin. Yeah. Um, is this whole thing just a Batman ripoff that we didn't know? I think it might be. Wow. And like the M could be the like bat signal in the well, sky. Obviously. Yeah. 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 McDonald lands. Wow. This, I feel like, I feel like we learned a lot here. This has been a weird episode. We started by talking about the joys of hearing other people's children cry, which (laughs) when I say it like that makes me sound like a monster. Um, Hopefully you didn't just listen to the second half of this episode. That would also be weird. Um, uh, But I think we've discovered what big cheese energy is. I'm still not sure whether we think it's a positive or a negative because in mcdonald's okay final question in mcdonald's land are you on the side of law and order or are you on the side of you know the hamburglar evil grimace and uh captain crook i'm gonna tear it all down i'm on the side of the i'm on the (laughs) side of the anti-heroes i think some podcast hosts just want to watch the world burn (laughs) Because here's the thing. What are you going to do with a filet of fish, a milkshake, or a hamburger? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Let it all burn. Wow. Okay. Okay. We, we, you know, you've, you've shown your true colors at the end of this. I think I have big cheese energy. I think you do. I think you're showing it right now. <clears throat> Annie, that is all the time that we have. This was a very strange episode. I hope you enjoyed this. If you like what you're hearing, you should follow at Annie underscore Berglund at twitter.com. You should subscribe to the channel 3900 podcast network. Lots of great stuff there. Yes. Uh, earlier this week, we dropped an episode of the 252. We're doing a three-part series on the World Cup. Um, we mm-hmm. talked with Andy Brampson there. We still have video store. We have stay gold. Lots of great stuff coming in the network. Subscribe to the network. Follow at Annie underscore Berlin at twitter.com. Email us channel 3900 at gmail.com. And uh, we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory. Mayor McCheese. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC radio. Mm-hmm.